Hello everyone and welcome back to the Midnight Chatterbox. My name is Ant and tonight my good friend Jay and I will be chatting about the tenacity, the spark that Naruto awakens in all of us. Then we'll have a brief discussion of a certain old ring that you may have heard of. We will be creating an objective tier list of Destiny's strike missions. And then we'll unwind with some of Jay's new stories about city living. So, let's get to it. so glad to be back i know it's been a while we've kind of been uh six feet under developing but we've been developing yeah we we've been growing out here feels good feels strong feels right being back you know i'm yeah i i'm i'm trying to bust out right like that i'm i'm ready to fight <laughs> These last few months, I've really, I've really come into that, and I, it's been fun. Yeah, you know, I, I really advocate for the uh, redacted solution. You know. Oh, good. Ooh, yeah, yeah, definitely. It's been great. I've been working out. I'm just, you know, ready. I've got the fire. What, uh, what stoked the fire? If I could ask, I can almost do. Fi- you know. I I love this segue. It was Naruto. <laughs> uh, anyway, continue. I uh, did not mean to interrupt. You can do fifty. Okay, I was gonna say push-ups. My like, my my goal for like quite a while has been to do like fifty, and then also for the bench press, I've always wanted to be able to lift one plate on either side, which is forty-five mm-hmm. on either. And I have accomplished both of those goals. In my life recently. Emphatically, hell yes. If that doesn't fill your heart with joy, listener, I want to fucking hear it. Thank you. Thank you. No, but congratulations. That's what what an achievement. I'm happy for you. Thank you. So this guy, right? If if you're unfamiliar with the story of Naruto, uh, he's this little blonde kid. And he's like an outcast kind of guy. But I think... The reason that I got so like into him was because, damn, this guy does not give up. Not one bit. Not like day episode one, line one. Ever, the first thing he says is, I'm going to be Hokage. And then he just does it. <laughs> Which is like, I kn- yeah. Yeah, we need that kind of energy, right? Now, as, uh, as someone who has not seen a lot of of naruto i i've heard that it has the reputation for being a bit laden with filler uh-huh but like i know a, a thing or two here and there i guess about it and it is as as a watcher now it definitely is that but like like i said like he's got so many challenges but the whole time man this little kid he's got the gumption He's going to do it. 
And I, you know, I feel like I maybe was like, you know what? I'm just gonna, I'm gonna do that. This kid's got it figured out. It's the little anime kid. And it's been working. Plus, the show's pretty good. Uh, it's really confusing, though, and very long. I, I don't know if you know anything about One Piece or the, how long of a behemoth it is, but what's the comparison, you think? Oh, I, I haven't ever deal, dealt with that beast of One Piece. I've been in the periphery of it. But I think it's probably at least half as long. Oh, boy. Okay. I think it's like 600 episodes or something in total. And I'm only like maybe a quarter into it or a third into it. And it's been great, honestly. I just uh, I bring it up because I think you would enjoy it for very similar reasons. Okay, gotcha. And I mean, that's a pretty common um, like anime theme across all. Like the protagonist is always like pushing themselves, right? Yeah. But for some reason, Naruto really, he, he awoke it in me. <laughs> you got your own little uh, nine-tailed fox demon, I guess. Yeah, I've got Naruto on the brain 24-7. <laughs> and that's why I haven't been playing any video games. I haven't been playing, I haven't played Elden Ring yet. And I'm sad to admit. How far down this rabbit hole do you want to go? Because I know you're you're trying to keep it kind of fresh for your first playthrough. Uh, not too far. I'm sure some listeners, I'm sorry, we can only, you know, we can breeze over the topic because I would like to keep it fairly spoil-free. What is your review of it, though? Uh, all right, so I, I, I guess it's kind of complicated how I feel about it, but... Uh, a good place to start is I think it's great, but it starts to feel like Dark Souls 2, and I mean that in the meanest way possible. Mm. Oh, no. That's tragic. Like, you know, and what I'm about to say is gonna is, is already very auspicious praise, but like the first 60 hours or so, where I was just exploring around and finding new fucked up little freaks to marvel at, I would say probably one of my best experiences in modern gaming. Oh, that's beautiful. We love that. And then, uh, you know, the further along I went, mm, <laughs> you know, it just, the scaling feels all out of whack. And I'm sure you're familiar with the bleed status effect from other Souls games uh, where it deals a percentage of the enemy's health yes yeah to me towards the latter half it felt basically mandatory Ooh. yeah like everything just has so much health oh definitely like it's really end game-esque like it's really grindy which you know i guess that's also another point in favor of the ring oh yeah where you can just uh in, in other games when there's a wall you gotta just bust it down yeah <laughs> yeah that's yeah that's the whole that's the naruto ninja way <laughs> yeah uh grinding is not the hokage mindset but no like it's nice <laughs> that you can go away from a challenge and then do something else for a little while you know yeah interesting very interesting and i don't know if you wanted to dis discuss uh, how we feel about the others in the title but not like not a whole lot of people have played demon souls i don't feel i don't know your experience with that um sekiro is great uh, i don't think it counts for the purposes of this list though yeah i i definitely haven't i still need to play that other one sekiro 
I I love them. They're fun. They they hold that like special kind of place, right? And certain games do, where like they were really fun for a long time. And every now and then I'll go back and you know, maybe play it for like an hour, and it's fun. Uh, I loved them all. Two agreeably though, like you know, you said it earlier. It's 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 all right. You know, eh. It had some cool stuff, but I'm really into that. Like, go. I'm into the the gameplay style. I think more like the way you interact with the world and move through the game itself is something that I think I really like about them. Would you say that's due to how like seamlessly interwoven and cohesive the world building is? Or oh yeah, I don't just I guess the lore and the style. It's, it's a lot of things, it's like a secret sauce, right, that all these little games have of, like, that's their nugget, that's how they do it so well. The ones that survive. Speaking of, I think, the nugget of another game <laughs> we just absolutely love to talk about, uh, Destiny. Our strike tier list. Oh, here it comes. Let's talk about it. Uh, you know, I really do not remember nearly as many of these as I thought I did, so... You know, let's just dive right in. I have not played a lot of these in a long time. Uh, uh, but I did look through them, and I have a list <laughs> of them. All right, I'm ready. And let's, uh, I guess, just go down the list, and we'll place where we think each one ranks. And I guess you, you can't change it, because, uh, yeah. Uh, the Devil's Lair. Oh, yeah. The Devil's Lair, though, and Destiny 1. Uh, I mean, I guess it's it, it was an iconic strike back playing Destiny at launch when I thought it had more potential than it ended up having at launch. Um, I don't know. I, spent, I remember spending a long time shooting that one spider tank towards the end with just a garbage primary weapon. And... Yeah, eh. A. Definitely. <laughs> but but I see our list has S, A, B, and F. Uh, C and yeah, D. No. no. <laughs> For anyone that can't see it right now, if you're not looking at my computer monitor, uh, the list that I set up for us is S, A, B, F. There's, there's no C and no D. Yeah, if you want to be Hokage, you can't. You gotta yeah. commit. Yeah, you're you're either failing or you kind of did it. I think I would probably say B or potentially A. I will stick with B though because I feel like it's it's the average, right? Ooh, okay. I think I do. I think I do A just for similar reasons though. Uh, there are a lot of these, so we might just have to uh, buckle up, zip through them a little quicker. Uh, the summoning pits—that's the one with uh, Foga. Oh, yeah. that guy! You know, it's—it's—it's uh, it's, it's in the barrel for me. You know, F tier. <laughs> Had a miserable time getting Thorn. I don't want to see him again. That's me. Um, I agree. Like it was okay. Nothing special. Uh, the Nexus, it was that one... Uh, on Venus, I think. Oh, with the Vex, and it, it was basically just a Hydra with another shield. 
Oh, right, 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 right. Uh, eh, you know, mm-hmm. B tier. It was okay. Yeah, definitely B tier. And then Winter's Ru- Run, and I forget which one this was. Uh, I think maybe like the first Tanix encounter. The one of the only ones I couldn't quite. I think so. Yeah. Oh wait 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 wait. Um, it was uh, it was on Venus. There was like this big vista, and a big hell came out of a like a cryogenic chamber, and then you fought him on this cliff top. Oh yeah. Eh, I I feel like. I want to say A because it it does. I don't know a lot about it, right? I like yeah. it doesn't. So it's like a new thing. Like if they brought it back a. right now, then it would be just unfamiliar enough where I could pretend that it was new and maybe get away with thinking that that it could be fun. Yeah, right. <laughs> Come on, listen to us, Bungie. Just throw that one back in. It's gonna be in the next one now. I I think I'll give it an A actually because I got my first exotic, the Monte Carlo to drop from this, and then everybody started sending me messages asking where I got that, and then I turned off my messages. Ooh. Wow, that's fun. Yeah. Wait, how did you get the Monte Carlo from it? Was it just a quest or a drop? It was just a drop. What? What the? Because I don't think I ever got the Monte Carlo. Damn. Hey, where'd you get that? Oh no. Uh, I gotta go. Anyway, Cerberus Bay 3. Uh, that was the one with the... Oh, they see, all of these bosses are just in Destiny 2 now. Uh, it's the Cabal guy with the missiles, and he's big. Oh, uh, we stepped into a war with the Cabal on Mars, that thing? Yeah. Okay. Um, you know, <laughs> spent a lot of time hiding under the stairs, plinking away, so I'm going to say B. I think so too. Oh yeah, definitely. Uh, the I would agree fully with that one. Uh, Dust Palace, the one with the three scions at the the end. Oh, okay. This is controversial, but if it wasn't for the cloaks, I would not care at all. It is in the barrel for me. Ooh, you're giving it an F. I'm sorry. Yes. Oh my gosh. You know, I I'm gonna give it an S. And oh. because of the cool cloaks. Okay, that's fair. And I think level design-wise, I enjoyed it as well. Uh, but yeah, I, I'd have to throw it in the S tier. I I love the duality of the cloaks bringing it to the pinnacle for you, and for me, just barely salvaging it. I love that for us. Yeah, yeah. Uh, the Will of Crota, which is the one where I think you follow a guy into a little hive ship and he's doing a ceremony and you shoot him in the head. Um. Which is like six of them. <laughs> Which is every <laughs> single hive strike, by the way. Uh, is this like one where you shoot a crystal at the very end? Because if so... I don't even think you shoot a crystal. I think you just move. It's really short, I think. I, I, if I do remember it correctly, I'm going to do F. It's in the barrel for me. I think that's perfectly fair. If I, if we don't remember you. Yeah, I guess if we can't remember you, that's also not a good sign. So barrel for me too. Uh, <laughs> the Undying Mind, which I only remember because of the picture that I am looking at right now. 
and it's the end, and it's just a um, just a Hydra basically is the boss. A lot of Hydra bosses now that I think about but it. But it was uh, fucking difficult. It was really tough. You had to mm-hmm. like get on both sides of the map. It was really fun. For, I think uh, I'll, I'll give this an A. I, have, I think I have fond memories of this. Yeah, I threw it an A. Uh, the Shadow Thief, which is, I think, the, another Tanix one, right? I think this is like the actual Tanix one. Uh, it's fine. B. Yeah. Uh, the Fallen Saber. Uh, they brought that one back in Destiny 2. Mm-hmm. I still think it's... I, I think the first one was better. I want to put it... The first one in D1A, and then in the second one, B, I guess. I would agree, if only because... And I think like a lot of Destiny 1 strikes were like this. You could just destroy the boss. None of this uh, health gate shield shit. Yeah. Almost all of them. There's only like one or two, right? That can be just nuked right away. Yeah, if I remember correctly, I think now it is just uh, the arms dealer and Lake of Shadows. And that's it. Those are the only only little guys you can destroy. Which is insane. Like, give us a few more, please. Uh, Fallen Saber uh, was the one we just talked about. Shield Brothers. S tier. Hard agree. Absolutely. S tier. Rewards that you got when it came out. Uh, the mechanics of it at the time. They use it again in Destiny 2, but at the time, having one brother be like an attack and the other one be in defense. So cool. Oh, that's a good point. Oh, and the chainsaw arms that you could get that made shooting uh, literally anything an awful experience. Still good. Love it. <laughs> uh, the Sunless Cell, also S tier for me. Agreed, S tier. Ala Cool, uh, always cool. Follow the money on that one. Echo Chamber, which is also a Taken King one. Uh, but it's a Vex one on Venus, and I actually don't remember much of it. Oh, it was a PlayStation exclusive. That's why. They bamboozled us back in the day. I don't think I ever played it. If I remember correctly, and this is the one that gave you the Imago Loop hand cannon, which was uh, literally just a Fatebringer, but white, uh, it was okay. It had like some actual mechanics to it that made it kind of fun. So, mm-hmm. But console exclusive, unfortunately, uh, that's a few points for me. It's a B. I'll have to take your word for it. Uh, the Blighted Chalice, which is like a Taken one. I don't quite remember it, though. But me neither. So uh, sorry, bud. Pa- pack your bags. And, uh, yeah, sorry, bud. You're going in the F tier. Uh, <laughs> Sepix Perfected in Rise of Iron. Uh, I like that one. Yeah, yeah, I would agree. Um a fun little spin on the whole Sepix thing. I'd put that in A. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'd say A as well. It's really fun. The like, like, just shooting the boss, I think. Just shooting the big purple boss. It's great. We love it. Need more of it. A tier. Uh, the Abomination Heist. Great name. Which is uh, the one that takes place again in the same place where you fight the boss on the moon i i i, I explained that horribly but f tier yeah no disagreement from me um the wretched eye this was the plague lands 
Oh, this is the one. This one's S tier. I forgot about it, but I do remember it's the uh, it's the one where the splicer priest has an ogre eye as his weapon. And then a big invincible ogre follows you around the arena. Oh, yes. Okay, it's coming back to me I rem- Yeah, I think I, I got to put S tier because the aesthetics, that whole DLC was really good, that area. Yeah, the, the whole... I don't know the whole grafted enemy vibe. I, it, it's a win for me. I would also happily put that in S. Yeah, that one I feel like I did a few nightfalls of, and it was just the so difficult, but so fun. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that's all of D one. Damn, <laughs> we're into D two now. <laughs> so if you're still with us, listeners, buckle up uh, for all you deep Destiny fans out there. This next ten minutes is for you. You're welcome. Uh, the arms dealer. Uh, this this would inhabit a space between A and S for me. It's easy. It's fun. Uh, yeah. I will I will say S just because. Yeah, it's fun. It's easy. It's quick. the 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 stuff to do is pretty enjoyable. Sabathun's song, which was the one on Titan with the big eye yeah yeah we came down as a squad of nine (laughs) uh you know i spent a long time getting thorn here as well so and now you get you literally did it again in in d2 Mm -hmm. so uh the most begrudging b of my life i think damn i would agree b tier exodus crash garbage (laughs) i'll fucking hate it which is the one on Oh, the, with the electric boss at the end? Yeah. Yeah, garbage. F tier. I hate this one. Get it out. Yeah, it's the one with all the, the shocky shanks at the end. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Hate it. God, there's a lot in D2. The inverted spire, which is the cabal one. Oh, on Nessus with the, uh, the big drill. Oh, I think it was also the beta. Mm-hmm. And you go down into like a mining area with that that big set piece is really cool. Yeah. Oh, another point in its favor is you can uh, you can kill the big minotaur at the end real fast if you're good. Oh yeah, and you can ki- if you yeah okay I, I gotcha. Uh, the prime meridian. Don't really remember a lot of it. I gotta say, I had to if I had to guess you know I sorry you're F tier we don't know you. we don't know you. <laughs> Lake of Shadows. Ooh, I, I'm gonna say S because it's it's fun, it's easy, it's farmable, and I'm pretty sure the world record for the speedrun is like less than two minutes, which is crazy to me. That's insane. I wh- that's fucked up, but I love it. I don't know if I love it enough to put it in S here, so I'm gonna have to say A. Tree of Probabilities, which I don't remember offhand. So there, those that was one of the um, Curse of Osiris strikes. I did not play that DLC at all. I'm sorry, I let you down. No, 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 no. It, it was not very good. <laughs> uh, both of the Mercury strikes. No, thank you. It's it's a barrel for me. Okay, and then and so it was Tree of Probabilities and a Garden World. We're both on Mercury. Yeah. So. And well, you're you're in the garbage now. Strange terrain in Warmind. Which also, I didn't play a lot of Warmind, actually. I did play this strike, though, looking at this now. It's like there's a wizard at the end, and it's, there's like a ritual going on, and it's glowy. 
Oh, right. With like Nocris or whatever. Um, you know, if I could give this a C, I would, but I will give it a B instead. I agree. It seems it feels very middle of the road. Like it's a eh. uh, will of the thousands, which was also in Warmind. Right. Oh, I mean, it was fine. Zol's a cool boss. He is an okay gun. <laughs> um, I'd give this a B. Possibly. An I, a. I agree. I played it just a few times, I think, and it was fun. The like, you know, the set pieces in that one are really good. Uh, the Insight Terminus, which I feel like I kind of, oh, yes. Dang, they kept this one? The Scion at the end? Why did they keep this one? F tier, man. I hate this one. I agree. It's too easy to grief yeah, people. Yeah, with the Scion, and you have to stand on three different plates, and a lot of stuff yep, spawns. and then it's like, get those electric balls, but you could just hold them. It sucks. Uh, Brood Hold. Oh, this is where the 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 hive lady like splits into. She's a witch, and she splits into like several different oh, witches right. at different points. Yeah, 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 yeah. I like it. Pretty cool. Gonna say A. Yeah, I, I could give that an A. I maybe I'm closer to B, but whatever. Let's see. Warden of nothing. Also, some pretty cool mechanics. You know, Forsaken. I think a pretty good DLC and huge. Honestly, like looking back. A huge DLC. Oh yeah, a one hundred percent continued the tradition of the the yearly expansion, saving uh, the game and the franchise from the abyss. Mm-hmm. Uh, Wouldn't have nothing though. I'll put it in the A. Almost an S. Uh, we'll take A though. I'll say S because you can kill the boss real fast. Uh, the hollowed layer, which is the end of. Uh, Forsaken, where you fight the what's his name, the priest. Ugh, I don't know. I I would say B. <laughs> uh B. Yeah, it, like that last room, like on a grandmaster difficulty. <laughs> uh, that stresses me out, basically. Oh yeah, it, it, that's one of those really difficult ones. Uh, the hollowed, or I'm sorry, the corrupted. Which is the one where you go into that other dimension to help the queen save a someone, a, a uh, friend, a techian, a tech witch. Yeah, uh, I don't like it. It's way too fucking long. I agree. It's way too long. If it were a little shorter, I want to give. I still like a lot of the mechanics of it, and I think that's one of the ones where you can kill the boss immediately in the arena, or like almost you can kill it pretty quickly. But the fights are really annoying. I don't know. Yeah. I want to say A. I, you know, I I got to put this one in the F tier for me. It's it's a really cool strike. There's a lot of incredible set pieces, but it is just too long. And people still don't know that you can charge up the balls by throwing them to each other. Oh, yeah. Uh, the Festering Core. So Taken Heavy one. And I think it's a Taken Witch at the end. Don't even remember it. It did not so, get no. much play because I think it came out with Shadowkeep and it was only around for that year. And then when Beyond Light came, it was gone, which is a shame because aesthetically, I think it's probably one of my favorite ones. Mm. Uh, but like, I don't know if that's that's enough for me to put it past B or A. Not enough. So it gets the B. Uh, the Scarlet Keep which is just the ending of 
Shadow Keep. I'll give it an A. Not quite S. It's cool, it's fun, but does it really have the, the chutzpah? I don't think so. I agree. It it lacks punch. It lacks pizzazz, which is why it goes in B for me. Ooh, yeah. Uh the disgraced from Beyond Light. Which is liter it's the fucking omni not omnigal. Or yes, omnigal. No. No, it, it is. It is Omnigal again. Yeah, it's Omnigal too. Eh. Ugh, I don't like it. I've done it too many times. It's F. I. Ooh, that's a F. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna say B. Um. After that, we have the Glassway, which is uh, one of the new ones in Beyond Light. I feel like that one's really fun. It's pretty cool. I, there are some parts that annoy me. I'm not a big fan of that part where, like, you're in a trench. And everything dives down on you, and you just kind of have to shoot things. I don't know. So we're. I like. Eh, I I wish I, I'd put this in between. If there were a C, or maybe like a something to go in between the letter A and the letter B. That's where I'd put it. I think I'll I'll put it in A because it has the advantage of a lot of the later strikes where there's just so much enemy density and wow, it is so gratifying to just. Pop, 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 pop. You know? Oh, definitely. They're way denser. Uh, the glass way, and then the devil's layer, which is just another one. Devil's layer again, yeah. We already went over this. Fallen Saber and Destiny 2, which I think is a little not quite as fun because I really like the mechanics of the D1 fight itself. Like, they changed them from D1 to D2. Um, the Proving Grounds, which was the one where you get to fight, uh, Kaital's, um, champion. It's pretty fun. Yeah, I, th- I think I would give this one a, uh, a solid B. Yeah. Why, why, is, why the B? Like, it's good enough, I feel, right? And then the last section is such a monster in terms of difficulty on, like, higher level nightfalls. And uh, sometimes you can be just be killed by rocks, which I don't I don't care for. Love that. that. <laughs> I love the randomness. Uh, I'd say A. Uh, and then the Light Blade, which is from the Witch Queen, the most recent DLC. Uh, I literally actually just played it earlier because I wanted to talk about it. As compared to the first one, which I guess we gave S tier unanimously. Uh, I think it's this one. I want to say B. My gut says B. It it is fan service, and I enjoy it. But mechanic wise, it's just it's okay. I feel like that's fair, personally. I think the B is the is the right move, because the strike itself is fine. But there's that one section where you have to travel through the swamp, and it slows you down. And like, my man, I do not want to be slowed down at any point for any reason. Let me let me run. I'm begging you. Hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then finally, the final strike in all of the Destiny world, Birthplace of the Vile, which is the one where you enter part of the pyramid, but in a strike to stop some scorn, something like that. It's an A for the novelty for me. I feel like that one gets better. I, I would also say A because... 
like the ending is really good. I feel like the boss fight and like the, those last mechanics are really fun. Yeah. Um, but like the build up to it is a little lackluster. There are a few like cool parts, but I feel like it takes a while. It is very cool to get to explore the the pyramid, though. I think. Oh yeah, which we've been wanting to do forever. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And that's the tier list for any of you uh, deep cut little freaks who are were curious about it. And I hope you were taking notes because I didn't write any of this down and there will be a test. No, I wasn't either. This is usually time in a podcast where you would hear an ad. And boy, I've been listening to a lot of podcasts recently just to like, you know, get through the day. I don't know. You know, I need more more stimmies. (laughs) And I'd love to hear other people talk, which is why, you know. I did my research, and I've been listening to podcasts, and a lot of them have a lot of ads. Oh my god. Like, listener, you're welcome, is what I'm trying to say. That we don't do ads. Because, wow. All of them. It's disgusting, okay? So, like, there's one... I won't. I don't want to throw shade at any other podcasters, but there's there's one that has, like, four different ad breaks and that shit's the worst i don't know why i it i feel feel like i don't know i just want to mute it i never can i just kind of skip ahead all the time frantically smashing the 15 seconds forward button i get you i feel it yeah but as someone who's used an ad blocker for like 12 years probably more um (laughs) You know, I hate how devious that they've how how devious the ad has become because now that they are they are being included within the content as opposed to just being in a side, and I hate that. But ad block, baby. I am so scared to install one. Is that just the phobia of a millennial with the internet? I think what I'm trying to say is that I'm scarred from LimeWire. We all remember, or not, you know, some of us at this point, or any point, a oh, point in time. 100%. The, like, the LimeWire, the Napster, all of that. That was scary. Dude, crazy. And I, it's very valid to have scars from that, I think. And you just, like, pulled stuff off of it. I'm pretty sure I broke, like, at least one computer. I think most people did. <laughs> anyway, uh, reining us back a little... To the whole ad thing. I hate him. Why you got him? Yeah, like it, for me, I think if you're if you're if you gotta do it, um, at the at the very beginning or at the end, do not <laughs> disperse these through the middle and like you know forget ads. Just get a sponsor, which is still an ad. But point aside, uh, you know NordVPN, who does not sponsor the show. Um, or Raid Shadow Legends. They will hook anybody up, apparently. So that's that's my piece For on the sure. subject. Yeah, you, don't you dare sprinkle that ad in thinking I won't see it. Because <laughs> I'm gonna. And I'm gonna, I'm gonna, ooh, I'm gonna get mad. I'm gonna hit the 15 second and I'm gonna, you're gonna get a little ding. So watch out. You're gonna look at your analytics and feel awful when you see it. Yeah, when you go and check your little graph, you're gonna see that like, only 40% of your audience has listened to this part. And I'm just hoping that uh, that keeps you up at night.
that does kind of raise an interesting question and what how many people do we think actually listen to the ad oh not a lot it's definitely it might even be lower than 40 percent. there's no way no sane ish human listens to ads on purpose right only the most helpless creature that i can imagine i think would do it and even then uh... oh yeah yeah i mean all it's i feel like sometimes yes i will but i i definitely always try to ignore them and i will never in my life pay for youtube and i that's the hill i i will die on i will skip those ads i will wait i will never answer a youtube questionnaire i <laughs> always surveys? say none yeah never skip yeah do you see those do you uh, get those too oh yeah i always hit none i'm like no i cannot help you in any way have you heard of these places of course i have i'm a fucking human on the internet <laughs> like no though i will not help your ad whatever you know your little data stream yeah your little algorithm i will not aid it in any way i guess i'm really heated about this yeah this little scheme so this might be the 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 perfect segue into uh, what you have listed for me as the three uh, big bads of the internet. Should I be classifying ads as one <laughs> of those three <laughs> big bads? Because I feel like that's fair personally. I think I think YouTube is probably a big bad, but like one I'm okay with. You know, not the immediate danger, but you potentially. Uh, and then uh, Twitter, definitely a big bad, right? Wow. It is honestly kind of incredible to watch this website just get exponentially worse on a fairly routine basis, which, you know, I don't know if it's surprising, but it is really funny on a cosmic level for me. They're going to have to invent another one. Somebody's got to get on that. We should get like a scientist or something. Ooh, no. I want a guy with uh, too much money to do it. I think that's the the better course of action. I don't want to listen to a nerd ever. Oh, cause, yeah. The reputable guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah You're yeah. right. The self-made. Yeah, those, I mean, like, those blood diamonds came from somewhere. <laughs> so, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. Man. Uh, speaking of scientists... And varying kinds of people that exist in our world. Uh, so when I I have a little story to share about this uh, this move-in time. Uh, so I moved to a new city uh, over this last summer, and this guy. When so we arrive at the apartment, we start unloading everything, right? And we're moving in. It's like the second story. One of us is, like, staying with the car each time because we're not just going to leave, like, an open U-Haul full of our, like, our only possessions just unattended. So we're running kind of back and forth, and it's going really slow. And then this guy comes out of our building, and he's just kind of, like, looking at us and, like, kind of chatting with us. And then the next thing I know, uh, my partner is like, oh, hey, I paid him, like, uh, 80 bucks to just help us (laughs) move in. (laughs) <laughs> all right i and i was like oh uh yeah yeah, yeah okay, uh, cool all right so he also lives in the building and he helped us move in that day it's hot as shit it's whatever uh it's a pain in the ass and then uh we'll name him jim uh but jim he uh it was really cool he he chatted with us he was really 
pretty friendly. Kind of weird though. He like told me that he like knew one of the first things, one of my first interactions with Jim was he told me that he could get on the roof. Oh, okay. Of our building. Normal. Normal behavior. <laughs> yeah, it, it was it was kind of it was kind of strange, right? Like he was like, "Hey, oh yeah, this building's pretty cool. I can get on the roof." Uh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> okay. I I like to imagine that Anybody could get on the roof. Yeah, yeah, right. It's it's probably not difficult. I haven't looked personally. I haven't been on the roof, but I guess Jim has. Anyway, uh, he helped us move in. It was a pleasant experience. And uh, like a month later, I see him outside and I'm like, oh, hey, what's up? And I just kind of say hey with him. And I give him my, like my number just to like, you know, hey, we're neighbors. And then a few months later go by, maybe like three or four months. And I, for some reason, was like, I was like, ooh, I should invite Jim out, like, for drinks or something. You're very cordial like that. And so it was kind of last minute, but I was like, day of, I was like, oh, hey, do you want to go get some drinks? Mm -hmm. And I don't think he responded that day. Oh. Uh, But then I think the next day, he sent me a text. So my text said something like, hey, what's up? Sorry, this is short notice. Do you want to go get, like, some drinks and just hang out? And then his reply to that was... Hey, will you send this? Send me the sixty dollars you owe me. What the fuck? <laughs> and, uh, um, Jim, I, I don't what my, my man. It's just really weird. That's weird, right? Yeah, a one hundred percent. Like he's asking me for money, but like he knows. Like, d- d- does he? What? Like, it's so cryptic. Did you follow up on that, or you're just like, all right, man. No, I didn't respond. No, I didn't say anything. I just left it. <laughs> and now I've never seen him. Or when I do see him, I kind of like do a little nod. <laughs> it's weird. City life. Jim. Something about Jim, you know? Yeah, it was like, what? Like, he, like I don't know where he came from. Like, what? Anyway, the city life is crazy. And I... I was thinking of some other, just, I want to run through some quick interactions that I've had in the past, like, six months. Uh, this one time, uh, I was walking to work at, like, 5 o'clock in the morning, and a pregnant lady asked me for $12, and I gave her 5 because I only had, like, <laughs> 7 And then I was like, you know what, I should have just given her 7 and I turned around, and I tried to give her the rest of, like, some more money, and she was just gone. That was weird. Ooh. That's spooky. Yeah. And then another time, this guy, I was walking home in the rain, and this guy, like, was tying his shoe, like, the fire hydrant ahead of me, and then just kind of, like, started, like, jumping around at me, and then was, I, like, have my headphones in all the time, but he started, like, swinging, like, a rope with, like, something on it around at me and, like, jumping around a few times. What? It was really, really weird. Oh, my God. And then another time, this guy was, I was just, like, walking down the street in this area, and this guy, like, tried to reach for my crotch, and, like, he laughed and giggled, and I was, like, ready to fight. I was ready to go. It's really weird, though. Ooh, yeah, I'm ready to start swinging on your behalf. Anyway, city life is insane. Well, despite all of the sick little freaks, how do you feel about it? I, I'm really enjoying it. I think it's a lot all the time, but you never know what you're going to see. It's really fun. 
<laughs> it's a real roll of the dice. Yeah, it really is. A, it is a roll of the dice. You know, you never know what you're going to get. Because sometimes I see some cool stuff. Uh, like a, the seeing the scooters thrown into the water is really funny. I absolutely love that. <laughs> like those little scooters that you have in big cities. Sometimes they end up in the water. <laughs> That's really fun. A lot of the graffiti is really funny, too. Like there's a sense of humor to it. Like there's one on the back of a sign that says graffiti and that's all it is and that's so funny <laughs> it's just a lot of personality and i've really been loving the the, the city life yeah i mean enjoying the place where you live a real game changer because wow it is rough out there if you hate your surroundings so true listeners it is it is rough out there disregarding the pervert i am stuck on the guy who's trying to lasso you in the rain oh it was really weird i don't know like i think i tried to take out my headphones to see if he was like trying to say something because i feel like sometimes he might have yelled at me i don't know but anyway i i like just kind of looked at him and then he kind of like crab danced around me and then kind of left I'm like 80% sure that was just a cryptid then. It was weird. It was like a really, I don't know. You never know with these people. You never know what you're going to run into. Just your casual, everyday fire hydrant ritual where you you get a little guy. (laughs) Look out for him. Maybe he summoned me. (laughs) That's a fun little wrinkle to the story. (laughs) We're all just little ships passing in the night. Ugh. That's touching. Heartwarming. And I moved through his. How beautiful. I hope that pervert gets crushed by a ship. Yeah, fuck that guy, man. I was ready to fight him. I was ready. Ugh. I feel like there were probably some other... There's weird stuff. The thing is, though, like, everybody around here has stories like this. Like, everybody who's been here for a little while or, like, you know, the locals. There's always, like, weird shit going on. You never know. Sometimes it's, like, a seagull. I... I'm kind of scared of them. They're kind of, they're kind of big. Or sometimes there's like this little patch of trees on my walk to work where every single morning there's a bunch of pigeon food in there and there's like 20 pigeons around it. Who is going out there at like 5 a.m. and just feeding this one tree? It's weird. It's full of mystery. I'm going to say it's Jim going out there and filling the tree with food. Maybe it's Jim. Maybe Training all of the pigeons to get that 60 bucks. To steal, to give me that 60 bucks I owe him. God, he's going to, I should get, I should watch out on my walk. Maybe they're, they're looking, scouting me. I mean, this has given me much to, to ruminate on. Oh yeah. Please, please ruminate listener. Enjoy a little jazz. Maybe we'll put a little extra jazz in this last 10 minutes. Maybe. Or not. Probably not. We'll see how I'm feeling later. Or I might throw a rock at you, so look out for that. <laughs>